Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're talking about two animated Best Picture nominees, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I think we should start with Marcel the Shell because we watched that first. Yeah, we watched that um, quite a few weeks ago. Um, it just so happened, you know, we were talking about all the, all the, sh- all the movies we still need to watch for the Oscars, and we knew that we had to watch Marcel the Shell. And it just so happened that while we were um, hanging out with Alessandra's family, trying on, uh, having Alessandra try on wedding dresses, her cousins had rented the movie. Did they? Did they re-rent it for us? Um, no, I oh, think or, it was, was it, within. Was it in time? It was within the okay. twenty-four hours. I think that they rented it, so they watched it twice in twenty-four hours because the kids loved it. Mitzia loved it. So we all sat on the couch and watched it, which was really sweet. Um, and it's perfect. It's an hour and a half long, which is good for kids to watch. Yeah. So uh, as, as a lot of people know, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On was a YouTube viral sensation. Um, <laughs> I didn't really care for it. I don't think I watched any of the videos of Marcel the Shell. Uh, I don't know if it was just like, like he was very cute but there there were a lot of youtube things that i really didn't like like annoying orange and like st- what else was like popular during that time oh i mean this was like a little bit later than like charlie and like what like charlie is so cool like or something no the unicorn no who's charlie the unicorn oh charlie the unicorn yes i was really into like um Potter, Potter Puppet Pals, and yes, I was really into that one. Um, yeah, I didn't watch Marcel the Shell. I think because the, I I guess it just never really qu- crossed my radar or anybody else that I knew's radar. To be honest, I think it just depended on kind of what what circles you had, wh- who showed you what, and um, you know, it, it there's a lot on the internet, so. I didn't really understand it at all when I saw the trailer for the first time. And I saw this trailer many times. I was like, okay, yeah, it's he's cute. And he says really random things. Um, and, you know, it's it's got that, like, really creative kind of sweet, um, silly nature to it. It's a little, you know, claymation kind of style, stop motion um, style animation. So, you know, there's there's a lot to like about the kind of simplicity of this kind of filmmaking or videos from the internet that can be extrapolated to a whole movie, and it is, um, which is really sweet. And honestly, watching it, I didn't expect it to um, be something that I liked so much. So I'm really glad that we watched it. 
yeah, the movie was really great. And um, at what point in Jenny Slate's career, like, did she do Marcel the Shell? Like, was this before she was really known or like? I would or... think so. I mean, I, I mean, definitely. Wasn't she on SNL or she wasn't? She was just like, she's just not been a, an actress not, for a not while. Not at the time. Yeah, not at the time Marcel the Shell was on. Oh, no, I'm just saying like she's she's in so many things like. She's such a big name now. So yeah. That's, and of course, I didn't know who she was when when this was going around on YouTube. Like, I had exactly. no idea. Yeah, totally. Um, But it just like, d- if I had known what I know now, like, I probably would have would have looked into it just because of how funny Jenny Slate is and how much, you know, I love her and the other stuff that she's in, like Parks and Rec and and just everything else um, well it says that she was in the two short films for marcel the shell that both came out in 2010 and 2011 so i mean truly emily i have no idea about marcel the shell i i literally know just as much as you i, I didn't nothing. do any research and you know what i guess that's kind of good because we really came into this movie with a clean slate like we didn't have any emotions about it prior to seeing it um and you know not like seeing any of the short films or any of the um content with Marcel before so in knowing like even just going in with nothing it was a very sweet movie and it really just it gets you like it really tugs at your heartstrings and everything that Marcel says is honestly just it you know it's kind of annoying at first and then it turns into like this really like philosophical extrapolation that he just kind of spews out of nowhere and you're just like oh my god like such such like amazing insight <laughs> i think that's why i didn't like marcel the shell originally i i think i thought his voice was annoying totally. like and that's yeah and that's probably or i didn't think like what he was saying was very funny but i like this format how they were able to you know get this whole story out of it and i think a24 was was perfect to do right this is a 24 movie mm-hmm. um it was perfect to do this because they're just they 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 get such great storytellers and i'm sure the the little shorts that were on youtube were so vague and minuscule that they really could have taken this much farther but the Mm -hmm. fact that they kind of simplified it and made it very like within itself it wasn't like yeah it's insular than than what it was yeah like it just made it that much more special and marcel is actually very cute and he does say some some very funny things like Jenny Slate is so funny as Marcel and it's just it's so cute I want to watch it again (laughs) yeah I definitely want to watch it again I feel like I need to have some quotes here up from the the IMDb because he has some just excellent quotes um like the first one on here is Marcel says guess why I smile a lot why uh because it's worth it (laughs) (laughs) it's worth it it's um, just so fucking cute, dude. I know it's too much, and like, uh, um, I okay, this one's really sweet. Uh, from with Marcel and his grandma Connie, it's Marcel says. Sometimes I find my mind wandering, thinking, "What will my family think? Do you think they could be out there?" And then Connie says, "Marcello, let's forget about being afraid. Just take the adventure." Okay, then let's do it. <laughs> Oh, so cute. And so, like, also what was so sweet about this movie was that uh, Grandma Connie was voiced by Isabella Rossellini. And I just love her so much. And it's just, like, so sweet 
like having her as the grandma and her like little accent. And then when they said in the movie, they were like, oh, grandma, grandma uh, originally came. She immigrated from the garage. That's why she has an accent. Yes. <laughs> and it was like their like world is so small and. It's, like, so sweet and creative. Their entire world is this house, like, this house and this garden. So, like, they're just the big, the big locations are probably every room and then the garage and then just the whole front and backyard, maybe. Like, it's just, this is their world. And so, basically, a quick summary, like, Marcel's family, um, they all lived in this house together. Bunch family of and friends, I think. Yeah, family and Sh- friends. Shells and other things. Like you even said, there was a tampon in there. That was like at there's, the end, yeah. There's like a pretzel. There's like a pistachio. There, <laughs> there's pea. There's peanuts. Like there's so many things. Yeah. Um. But more importantly, like like Marcel's family, which is a bunch of shells, and so all these people live in this house. And basically, the main story is this uh, couple who lived in the house. They had a breakup and one of them like angrily left and accidentally shoved Marcel's family into a suitcase Mm -hmm. and then left the house and moved out. Um, And so it's just Marcel and and Connie living in the house for a while. And, um, and then Marcel finally, you know, gets up the courage to look for his family and he enlists the help of of various people. Um, Including uh, the filmmaker Dean who yes. gets him famous by putting his videos up on YouTube and then everybody around them, like social media and the internet is like, help Marcel find his family. And then he, they eventually get on 60 minutes uh, with Leslie Stahl, who's like their, their queen. Um, so was this also kind of like an origin story of how the YouTube video started? Like- I mean, I think it's like an extrapolation on the, on the, it's a meta explanation for, the youtube as a concept yeah 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 um and it's like a sweet way of doing that i think and the real like emotional stuff comes because grandma connie is starting to die and it's really hard to watch like marcel who's young and spry trying to like encourage his grandma to do things that she she couldn't do anymore and She's trying to encourage him to go on 60 Minutes, but he's really worried about her, so he doesn't want to. And so... And so she basically tries to, like, hide that she's not well by, you know, mm. using crayons to put blush on her face. And and oh. it just... Oh, God. It was... One thing I did not expect was to love Grandma Connie so much. Like, that little... That little... That little shell... She stole my heart. I cried when she when <laughs> she, she really left, did. like when she faded away into the darkness. Oh, I was like, yeah. "Oh no!" Like every like it just is the most relatable thing, and it's just really hard when people get old, you know, and you watch them go and you watch them dying, and you're just like, "I want to help you, but you can't." And like you're watching this movie, and it's just so emotional. And it really just gets you, and you're just like, damn, this is a really good movie. It's so sweet, and they really do a good job at it, and then it's also really light and really fun, and um, really lovable, too. Yeah, I also love all the little contraptions that Marcel 
makes in order to live in this house like his little tennis ball is his (laughs) rover or something or his what does he call it like his i don't know zoomer i can't remember what it like he has some stuff a little around (laughs) yeah and rolls around and he can't steer very well so he's bumping into a bunch of things and you know his little his little bread bed like it's just (laughs) it's all it's all so it's all so inventive and so clever and just so so good yeah. So good. Really sweet. Really glad I got nominated for Best Animated Feature. Um, really just, I'm sure that the, the filmmakers were really excited about it, um, including the, the creators, um, Dean Fleischer-Camp, who's the director, and the screenwriters of him, Jenny Slate, and Nick Paley. So pretty great. I want to see what else this director has done. Um doesn't seem to be yeah, take a look. too many. I think this is his first film, it seems. Okay. Um, let's see. He's done a lot of short films. Uh, he did like a, a documentary, um, like TV specials, a lot a lot of like TV stuff. And then it seems I, I actually learned this last week and I was going to talk to you about it, but I didn't yet. Mm. Lilo and mm-hmm. Stitch is going to have a live action version of it. And yes, it's being directed by this guy, Dean Fleischer. By him? Yeah. <gasps> what? I know. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I know. Like, can you imagine like the kind of like love and affection that this movie has and then applying it to Lilo and Stitch, uh, which, you know, they, Disney has been just making all these like live action movies and, you know, uh, Pinocchio, uh, like some of them just suck. <clears throat> and like truly... This is not, like, I'm very excited, and I think a lot of people are going to have high hopes for it because of that, so, you know, good job, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope, let's hope. We got, we got, yeah, big things, got big things coming, Dean. Yeah. We have, we have, we have high hopes for you, bud. Um, also loved just Leslie Stahl in this because she was just, like, so... Is she the 60 Minutes lady? Yeah, just like truly like a great actress. Like, just, like just looking at this little like empty chair probably and like having to act with it. And she did such a good job and it was it was really sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's good. just, it's very inventive. It's really like, it's creative. Like every little bit about it is very creative in the way that like you said, the way he kind of sorts his way through his world. Um, and a lot of it is, really kind of you don't see him doing the stuff it's just it kind of happens you know because it's like hard to animate because he's just a little shell he doesn't have any arms so, so. yeah it's like yeah the limitations no are, are really quite a lot um are very high yeah but uh let's see i'm looking at some trivia and this is pretty interesting so it says Marcel's original shell was purchased in a hobby store when uh, Fisher Camp discovered he needed additional shells during shooting. Mm. He learned that even if the shells were of the same species, species and, and purchased at the same store, the difference between them was strikingly noticeable. Oh, yeah. Eventually, he created additional shells using 3D printing techniques. Oh, they should have just started with that. Like, there's no way that you're going to get a same exact shell twice. Like, no, no. way. That no. is, that is just, it's impossible. Like, they all look different. Like, you know, you'd have to search forever to find one that's even just vaguely similar. 
Um, oh, I guess Jenny Slate was married to him. Um, oh, okay. Because it says, with regards to working on the project with her ex-husband, Jenny Slate said, in some ways there are challenges that come up when you're working with someone and your relationship is making a big, big shift. But no, it certainly wasn't dramatic or fighting or something like that. This is both of our favorite piece of work, I think, that we do and we're doing and have done. So I think we just wanted to keep our eye on that. We never talked about it, but I feel like both of us understood doing the work and doing it well. Interesting. Oh, nice. Apparently this, um, this, the process of making this movie took seven years. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of work. That takes, that's a long time. Really glad it, it got made. Oh, Connie, uh, Marcel's grandma is named after Jenny Slate's Nana Connie. So sweet. So cute. All right. Let's take any other good quotes I'll sign her. No, I mean, I, I wasn't looking at the quotes again. Why don't you check out the uh, the plot keywords while I look and see if there's another quote. All right, let's see. So for plot keywords, we've got here. Um, oh, we uh, we've only got three. Mollusk, based on short film and animated. The all plot keywords. That's that's it. Oh wait, surreal. Oh, that's that's subgenres though. Subgenres are surreal comedy and mockumentary comedy. Okay, yeah, it's, that's perfect because this is the quote that's from it. Marcel on what a, what is a documentary. He says it's like a movie, but no one has any lines and nobody even knows what it is while they're making it. <laughs> <laughs> so good, so quotable. I know. Very oh, sweet. goodness. Okay, so, good. so this movie um, got a 80 Metascore, which is great. Whoop, whoop. Firmly in the green. Um, it got... Uh, sorry, my internet is taking a minute. It got 40 positive reviews, two mixed reviews, and zero negative reviews. And it got um, four 100s on here. So that's that's great. A... Yeah, lowest ones are 60s, so you can have your pick. Oh, a pick of pick of two. All right, <laughs> let's see. Hmm. Oh, okay, hold on. My iPad's freaking out. Okay. Um I'm going to read the New York Times one. Um, the self-reflexiveness of the entire enterprise only breaks the spell that Slate and Camp work hard to maintain, one which Rossellini effortlessly keeps intact with intelligence, beautifully controlled phrasing, and a soft, melodious warmth that feels like a tender caress. <laughs> I was going to also say that this movie was... It annoyed me in the beginning also because of all the the cinematography. It would like be extremely out of focus for an initial shot and then get into focus and it was yes, i get yes. that like truly it's about a small world and that's how you wanted to explain it but it was so annoying in the beginning like i was like can you just have a still shot like it was <laughs> it was driving me insane 
<laughs> and eventually mm-hmm. I just like gave up and I was like, it's fine. Like, I feel like it got better. But in the in the beginning of the movie, it was just like, oh, what's going on? And then you get initially see what's in focus because it's so tiny. But, oh, God, that was so aggravating. <laughs> um, I'll read the 80 from Slate because, you know, Jenny Slate. Marcel, the shoes, hey. the shell with shoes on, stuck me, struck me as an animated film like no other I can recall. It's a story about the difficulty and necessity of making yourself vulnerable that is itself the product of an unusually intimate artistic collaboration. Literally a couple shared in joke that took a life of its or his own. Cute. All right, let's pick one of these 100s. Let's see. Wow, gosh, this iPad's so bouncy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, hmm. Hmm. Any, mm. Anything sticking out to you? Hmm. I'm gonna read the. I'm gonna read the Empire one. Um, funny, profound, weird, sad, and gorgeously constructed. Marcel is tr- is a truly original, liable, liable, liable to melt even the most cynical heart. A very special shell indeed. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's very. That's very nice. I do love the originality of it. That is definitely a big plus of it for sure. Really feels like a little short film that you make with your friends that just went off the rails and is now nominated for an Oscar. You know, like, great job, Marcel Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Great job. Yeah. Um, Great job. All right. Let's take a break before we talk about Puss in Boots. Hell yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we are back, and my little puss in boots over here, woo-woo, Luna, she's like, oh, I'm, I have to get out to eat. You can open the door, Luna. It's 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 open big enough for her. She just she's just being silly. She's just waking up. She's just she's just being dramatic. So, um, I wouldn't have watched this movie if it wasn't nominated for an Oscar, most likely, or it wasn't like just on in the background at some kid's house that I was babysitting or something. You know, like uh I have not watched any of the other Shrek movies other than the f- I watched the third Shrek movie when it came out. 
but I have not watched any more since then because I did not like it so much. And I think there's been like four or five related movies to this Shrek universe, and this is the latest one. Yes. So essentially, we have the original Shrek, we have Shrek 2, we have Shrek 3, and then Shrek 4, I believe. After. Yeah. Yes, which I which I believe has Rumpelstiltskin in it, right? That's the fourth one. And then I think there's a fifth one. No, I don't. Th- I think I don't think there's a fifth Shrek. I think the fifth movie you're thinking of is is the first Puss in Boots movie. Oh yes, and then there's the Puss in Boots, the second one, right? Or the three Diabolitos or whatever they're called. So I would. I don't even think I knew that this existed. What's this three? It's like the little, one. little cat's one. Is this a short? It's 13 minutes. Okay, so, so that's a short. So I wouldn't, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't count that one. So this is the um, second Puss in Boots movie? Yes, I believe so. Oh. Let me just double check with Shrek. Shrek 1, 2, the third, and then Forever After, and that's it. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah, so this is the second Puss in Boots movie. The first one came out in 2011. Yeah, which I I I think I've seen that one. I think I once, also have seen maybe. that once. <laughs> maybe. maybe I think I'm I did not 100% actually. Though. Yeah, pretty sure I did. Well, anyway, this one got nominated for an Oscar, so obviously it, it had sure to have it. something in it. And what it had was great animation and and like a real heart. Like it was very cute. Um, you know, it had it had real. It had real charm. Yeah. It had real, it had, it had a really good storyline. Like, this was very good. Mm-hmm. I definitely knew that the bounty hunter wolf in the beginning was death. Yeah. It was pretty obvious. Because was he was obvious. just given his last life, and then he suddenly faced with his own mortality, which, you know, for a kid's movie is, uh... It's a lot, you know, it's like you knew where the story was going in that sense, that it was just going to be kind of an existential crisis for Puss. And, you know, how is he going to, he's going to solve this. Like, how is he going to live his life? Is How is he going to choose to do that? And um, they did a good job, I think. It was cute. I think I want to rewatch the first Puss and Bills, because now thinking back, like, Puss in Boots is such a great character in Shrek. I don't know why I never really... I just... I liked I liked Puss in Boots when he was with Shrek and team. Because, yeah. like, they're just... They're all so good together. The first Puss in Boots I remember is... I remember he... They have a whole sequence of him as a little baby. Like a little kitten. And mm-hmm. him getting his first pair of boots. And, like, I remember thinking he was the cutest kitten I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, because he's so round and adorable and orange. And he looks just like my cat dude. So cute. It's Ugh. just the animation was so good. He looked so soft. Like, all of the cats, like him and, and Kitty Softpaws, like, they just mm, look yeah. so soft. And their, little, and their little cat snoots are just oh, so cute. <laughs> They're so <laughs> Sweet. That's so cute. Yeah. So, basically, quick summary of this movie: um, we start off like in a town, like at a party. Um, Puss is throwing a a a party for himself, and you know he's talking about how great of a hero he is, how he's not afraid of death, how he's not afraid of anything, and 
um, this weird, like, tree and troll giant, giant. thing just kind of comes out of nowhere and starts attacking this place. And, uh, and he ends up dying. And then we kind of get this whole storyline with him and the doctor that Puss is on his last life. Like, he's he's died eight, eight times. times. Yeah. Eight times. So he's on his ninth life. And he needs to retire. Or he's going to kill himself, basically. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah. And so, he, like, the retirement home for kids, for kittens, or for cats, is like this this crazy cat lady who like lives out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> just, just yeah. collects cats it was really um, funny like the pooping in the litter box that they all have to like watch the next cat poop and and then they oh move on. it was like a line i yes. mean that was it was hilarious there were some really really funny things in this movie that i was like actually laughing out loud and that was one of them <laughs> oh this this movie was was so fun. Um, the animation kind of like the fact that it kept kind of changing, kind of like it had a really cool animation, but it would kind of do this like comic book thing sometimes, and then it would kind of go back to being its like three D yeah self. So like that part was a little was a little weird here and there, just just with action sequences. Yeah. It seemed like all of the it, it, other normal. It got really Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, like, yes. and I think that that's yes, a reason did. why it was also nominated, because, like, I feel like it was trying to kind of emulate that action, um, and the, also the, like, 2D animation kind of-esque way of, like, doing action sequences that made it a lot more dynamic and a lot more interesting to watch, um, but also was definitely kind of referencing that ant st- style of animation in in Spider Verse for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, um, definitely. You know, which was the first like major movie, like animated movie, to have that treatment of uh, that kind of style, and obviously that was a very successful movie in the animation world and beyond. So. Um, I think it's kind of nice to get this more dynamic 3D visual medium rather than just the standard, you know, render that you always see with these 3D movies. And you have for like the past over 20 years, um, you know, 20 plus 25 years or so, we've seen the same kind of animation. um, And now it's kind of like really melding and becoming its own beautiful like style of mixture you know yeah for sure and i don't really remember um too much about the first puss and bits movie but what was like my favorite thing about about all the shrek films is kind of like their their tie-in to a bunch of fairy tales mm-hmm. so like you know with with in shrek we like met the princesses we met like snow white and yeah. and cinderella at some point and you know all those all those other things and i don't remember too much about the first Puss in Boots movie and if there was any like storybook reference or fairy tale reference like who was even the, I don't even remember mm, I, don't I remember know. him and Kitty Softpaws needed to steal something from someone I can't remember who the villain was I gotta rewatch that movie I really cannot remember no. but I really liked this I, I always like seeing all those fairy tale references and I really liked the addition of Goldilocks mm-hmm. and the bears they were 
they were very fun. So, you know, while Puss in Boots is, is in cat retirement, um, Goldilocks and the three bears were trying to look for him and like find him and hire him to find this, this, there's this map for a wish who we, we then learn, uh, God, who is it? Which Florence Pugh is Goldilocks. The, did you see this cast? It's, it's amazing. Like, this is like a A-plus casting for, like, everybody. I knew, I knew Olivia Colmaw mm-hmm. was was Mama Bear. Mm. Yeah, I cannot, like, that, that woman's voice. I, I know. Will, <laughs> I will know her little mom voice every, everywhere. Yeah, um, I did know that Florence Pugh is in this, so I knew that she, I, I was waiting for her to come on the screen. So when, when Goldilocks came on, I was like, oh, it's Florence. Oh, my God. My love. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And Guillermo for what we do in the shadows yes. with Perito. Harvey Gillian, so yes. And he was so funny. Like I, I'm gonna talk about him later, but um definitely good. Um Samson Keo, who we know from um Our Flag Means Death. He was Baby Bear. Um, yes. John Mullaney was the voice of Jack, Jack Horner. Um, yeah, it was just a I love the, I love the voice of Wolf. He had such a great voice. Yes, that's the guy um, Wagner Mora. He was in Narcos. Um, as oh my god, his voice was just was just I know it, mesmerizing. It was, like I loved every second that Death was on the screen because I yeah. was like, yes, just please, just read an audio book to me. Like please read a book to me. Like <laughs> I just. I need to hear this guy's voice more. It was, oh, it was heavenly. I guess oh Salma God. Hayek was Kitty Softpaws previously. Yes, um, yes. She has, she's always been Kitty Softpaws. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it, because Puss is like going on this mission to find the last wish, it, he wants to wish for more lives, but everybody's going for their own purposes, right? Jack Horner, we come to realize he wants it just, because he wants to own everything. He wants power. Yeah, he, he wants, wants power. Magic. He wants all the magic in the world to just be to himself. The only person who doesn't want anything is it's is Perito. Peri- it's Perito. Because he's That's got it. friends, and he's like, I just want friends, and you guys are my friends. And they're like, okay. And so they yes. start to care so, about him, so that's that's sweet. <laughs> yes, they do. He's a very, uh, he's a very funny-looking dog, but yeah. uh, he's very cute. And yes, and him and him and Puss and uh and Kitty Softpaws, um, they uh they grow up, they they become team friendship, which is very sweet. Yeah, but the bears, um, Goldilocks wants to wish for her a real family, I guess, for her original family because she was an orphan. But then you know she also comes to realize at the end that her family has been there all along, that the bears are really her family. So they weren't just you know side characters they were really like they had a lot of fleshed out moments to them um mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. just like didn't really anticipate these kind of backstories and sweet stories with these people um even perito who was just like again like a little orphan dog who his family hated him so who much. doesn't have a name like he yeah. just wants <laughs> he just wants a friend and he he i mean he doesn't even really want a name he's just like i just want a friend like yeah. he and and he meets Puss in Boots by dressing up as a cat so he can get free food in this in this cat retirement home. Oh my god. Which, this movie was like in in sections. Like yeah, it just totally it's it 
it all came together in the end and it was very good, but it, it just felt very separated. And I was like, Oh my God. Like it was, it was a little, it was a little much sometimes. Like it was so bright and yeah. it was so, I was like, Oh my God. So much action. <laughs> so and bright. Like, lots going on. It was a really chaotic. A lot of the times. You very know, chaotic, yes. really quick. It was very funny paced. though. It had, <laughs> yeah great great humor like the the pacing of the like yeah. just, it's really quick quick whips like so good um really funny like antonio banderas is hilarious i suppose like he was so I don't, funny i don't in this movie like and Boots and Boots is a great character he's such a good guy like, i remember he loving really him is. in when you first meet him in the shrek movies like mm-hmm. he's so good like he's I it's just watched Shrek character. 2, like, last week. Like, so watching him again. I love Shrek 2, dude. He is just, oh, there's something about him. The the charisma of his character is is undeniable. Like, it, it translates to an animated character, which, of course, the animators are also the actors. So, you know, the, act, the voice acting and the animators together just make this beautiful character who really has a lot of emotion, I think, on his face, especially in this one. Um so much like depth of his mortality that he's like trying to grasp at it and there's even a moment when he has a panic attack and it's such a realistic panic attack i was not prepared for that like when he was trying to i was like i was like oh god please don't please don't do that to me i know i've been been finding it difficult like i i recently read a book about a character who has anxiety and like they they like detail out there and i'm like oh god i can't, I, can't read. I, ha- I have that i don't want to read that. i'm gonna get away from this right now i know this movie did stress me out because he is literally running stressful. away from death and like it's it's in the yeah. form of this very scary wolf and with these two sickles and it just it was just so badass oh like, yeah oh, this, this wolf this wolf was so cool he's so cool <laughs> he's so, wearing like a so poncho cool. he's He's got, oh he's God, so, so scary. Cool. Oh my God. It's just, it was so cool. Like, I want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was so cool. Um, yeah. Oh, and- man. oh my God. And that stupid beard he had for most of the movie. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I it. A cat with a beard. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't handle it. It's like, uh, get that beard out of here. Oh. Yeah. You know, sweet, sweet ending too. With the, you know, again, very chaotic. It's definitely a an animated chaotic kind of movie to like get the kids' attention, but also had a lot in there for the adults. You know, and like you said, the and you know the 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 dialogue and the screenplay was so. I thought it was really, really well done, especially with all the jokes that mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. felt so present in today's world without it being directly referencing anything in specific, you know, which I love about yeah. movies like that. And, you know, you didn't have to make like a dumb Chris Pine joke for us to really like <laughs> understand the way that <laughs> jokes were like the, the therapy dog joke was a great one because he was like, well, I want to be a therapy dog. And like, every time you would say something like that, like Puss would be like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And like, yeah, they had like bleeps out in this, which was really there was a bleep out. There was several. They said it. They said hell. They were bleeping. I was like, oh my god, what's happening? When Perito was like talking about all the different names that he'd been called, uh, and the first time it bleeped out was when he was like, he said shit for brains, but they bleeped out the shit, and it was 
hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Harvey Gillian just just knocked it out of the park. He really was the kind of Olaf character, chaotic, like, dumb character that I wish Olaf was in the first Frozen movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because Olaf's, like, naive and, you know, just kind of there. But it this made sense. Like, he, like he was there to teach Puss a lesson, in a way, at, by the end of the movie. So that just, like, really... He was useful, you know, compared to Frozen, the first Frozen. Like, Olaf is just useless, <laughs> you know? like He really is. He really doesn't become, like, a good side little little character until the second movie. Yeah, totally um, turns it around. But, like, I... Like, I'm like, why are you here? And, like, every character in Puss in Boots, this movie, was at least, like, in some way a... A foil of the other characters, or at least like served the purpose for the story. Um, even Jack Horner, who just really was just there to be the bad guy, the big baddie guy, um, he was very like funny to watch, and he was voiced by John Mulaney, so he had just like this really cartoonishly evil kind of silly way about him. Um, and especially that little like cricket thing that was like supposed to be his good conscience like every word out of that cricket's mouth was gold i mean it was so hilarious he was just perfect it was oh it was the best the ethical bug played by kevin mccann oh my god ethical bug yes (laughs) so good so good this movie was okay i really enjoyed this movie i think a part of me that didn't like this movie was it just it felt so distracting and like and and the and the animation was just was just so mesmerizing and so cool to watch that like i was just looking and not taking in anything that was happening (laughs) like i was just staring like and i just and my mind went blank like it just (laughs) that's the way it was for me with this into the spider-verse too like i felt like that was so chaotic that i just you 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 have to like really that, I was actually able to follow it and like and mm-hmm. like really take in the story as well though like this it just was like like Jack Horner's face like yeah. his little yeah his weird pudgy lips. pudgy his lips oh. were so distracting so, like it just was totally. like there were so many little things about this movie like they did they went so head over heels with this animation and it was mm-hmm. so well done mm-hmm. but it was just it was too good. Like I couldn't, I couldn't look away from things. Like yeah, Jack Horner's mouth and his lips and his like. Yeah. It was just was, it was just so distracting. Like. Yeah. I, I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't. I really couldn't. It but was... you know, my sisters own it now. I can watch it anytime I want. <laughs> I'd watch Did it. Did we mention like... that? Did we mention that? <laughs> we had to buy this movie to watch it. Everybody. Did you do we mention that? <laughs> it was no, expensive okay. so we were we were watching we're watching all the movies right now like like um seeing how much they are to rent and you know where to watch them and stuff and and puss in boots was was on amazon obviously and you know we thought it was fairly new and that it was 20 bucks because it was still fairly new but just still 20 bucks to rent but no i i go to watch it and i'm like <laughs> I'm like it's it's like you have three options. You could either buy it in UHD for yeah. $20 or you can buy it in HD for $20. Yeah. Or you can buy it in SD for $20. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you bought it in like, HD. Oh, oh, I'm oh, I'm buying this movie. I bought it. In, I bought it in UHD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the good one. Um, glad they're like, also. The I'm purchasing this this movie right now. <laughs> I was like, hey, I was like, hey, you guys own this movie now, and they're like, okay, <laughs> all right. I, I still need to pay them back because it's it's not my card that's on the account, so I gotta pay them back. But yeah, um, I, I gotta yeah. pay you too. Gotta give you like ten bucks for this. I uh, I I own this movie now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was very distracting. There's there's truly so much going on throughout the entire thing that again, I just really wish that it was more like i wish that pinocchio had a lot more of this kind of <laughs> stop bringing up pinocchio <laughs> i'm just kidding i i really didn't know that you were gonna i just i just wish that pinocchio was a better who cares <laughs> i'm just <laughs> cares about pinocchio i'm just kidding <laughs> okay. i'm crying it's too much I just love that, that that ethical bug so much. <laughs> the ethical oh. bug was so good. Oh god, it was we... so good. This movie was great. This movie was really good. Uh, it was really good. Okay, let's look at some trivia. <laughs> yeah, I just really. I got. I'm I'm losing it over here. I'm losing it. <clears throat> oh goodness! During the montage where Big Jack Horner assembles his baker's dozen, the horses pulling their carriage are actually unicorns whose horns were cut off. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, he was definitely like the uh, Mad Max Jeez. Fury Road part of this movie. Um, yeah. Also, Emily in the Goose. If you go to the Did You Know, the first thing is about oh, there we go. Pinocchio. In the Goofs? Yes. Why does it say that? Was Pinocchio, Pinocchio was not says in he's this. a real boy, but his nose does not grow from the lies that normally. Yeah, because because Pinocchio was in this movie. What? Pinocchio was in this movie. Was Alessandra. he in Jack Corner's like w- horde? Back flashback, yes. Oh, no, he was in his his flashback. What did he say? He he's singing. He was um, basically when Jack Horner was like was like uh, when I was little, I would you know perform for like my parents or whatever. Yeah, but then. But then, like some other show came in and and took the spotlight, and it was oh, Pinocchio, it was like, Pinocchio. Like, like being in the puppet show. <laughs> yeah, being in the puppet show. Okay. All right. Just like you said, also the film employs a style a stylized animation similar to Spider Man into the Spider Verse and the Bad Guys. <clears throat> yes, I also heard the Bad Guys was good. Um, yeah, I heard it was good too. Which, it, but it didn't get nominated. So, like, we're gonna talk about oh. that, I guess, during our Oscar nominations podcast. But. Um, I mean, oh, yeah. it, I think it is kind it of... It was on Netflix. It is shocking that this movie was nominated. Like, I, I think it deserves it for sure. But, like, w- you know, on what scale? Like, how... It, like, Disney didn't even get nominated this year. You know, it's... Where Where is the... You know, who chooses this? <laughs> it's really what I have to say. You know, we we know who chooses I this. Know, the we, animators we, choose this. We yeah. saw... Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um This is the longest film in the Shrek franchise. Oh sure. At yeah. an hour and forty two minutes. Also, did you see that crazy DreamWorks intro that they have? I mean, it is horrible. Did you know how it used to I, be the little kid I don't dipping his like uh, his, his fishing, fishing lure, rod lure. into the water yeah. and then it pops yeah. up and 
it, yeah. it wasn't that. It was like oh yeah, to- Toothless came out. What there, was that yeah, about? there was like every DreamWorks animated character like saying hello. I was, to I the was boy. getting like I started it. I started it and I like, left the room. So like I did yeah. it. So oh, I didn't see the. Be- I, I just saw Toothless. I was, I was I was like oh that's Toothless. Okay yes I remember I was walking in from the kitchen saw Toothless. And then it was what and then turned away from the TV to go sit on the couch. And then by the time I sat down and looked, it was over. Yeah, it, it had like, you know, Kung Fu Panda and like Shrek and they were like waving to the kid. And then he goes up into the moon. I was like, what? <laughs> Just did you have to do this? You did not. What in the, what in the soaring over the world? What happened? <laughs> it was a lot like that. Yeah. Um goodness here we go uh ethical bugs voice sounding like actor jimmy stewart is a nod to the name mm. jiminy cricket okay. um <laughs> there was a lot of pinocchio nods in here okay literally it was like elements of the movie taken directly from pinocchio including the wish granting star and the starlight star bright first wish i see tonight it's it's directly from pinocchio and he's in the flashback scenes and i mean yeah that's it's a it's a it's a specific thing um i just oh the location of goldie's true family is hidden in the first letter of each line of her favorite fairy tale oh that's so sad oh <laughs> Oh goodness. I truly think that there's there is a lot of references in this. There's a lot of like you know, just like just like Shrek. I mean, Shrek is is filled with references. Shrek 2 is like reference city. Um so it's kind of nice to have it like slightly subdued in this, but they definitely can throw in whatever they want. I mean, I love these kind of movies cuz truly the animators just get to like have a ball. They just they just go for it. And, you know, that just makes me happy. Like, I, again, want movies to just do things where the animators, the people just just make whatever they want just because they love it. You know? Yeah, I'm looking at the um, at the other tabs here. There's crazy credits. And I saw that you had said the film debuts a new DreamWorks animation logo. The Child in the Moon sails the moon around the cosmos and encounters characters from various DreamWorks films. Ugh. Uh <laughs> And then apparently after the credits, uh, Puss in Boots says, you're still here? Oh. So sweet. Very cute. Lots of, lots of, lots of time and effort and, and love put into this. Um, Definitely. Especially, especially into that new, that new uh, intro logo. Damn. It's All bad. Right, let's do this plot keywords. You gotta watch it. It's not great. <laughs> go, go back to, I, actually liked the one not this new one but i i like there was one that they did and i think it was on the more newer ones but it was when like the kid would drop the lure in and then he'd kind of pull it out and it would kind of like soar around and like kind of like yeah. whip around yeah i liked that one that one was acceptable okay <laughs> goodness all right did all you right, read let's... the plot keywords no i didn't i'm gonna do it right now um we got Puss in Boots character, cat, wolf, talking cat, boots. <laughs> there you go, that's the movie. Uh, this movie got a 73 Metascore with 25 positive, 4 mixed, and 0 negative reviews. The lowest is a 40. Okay, it's gonna, hold on, my iPad does does a lot of loading here. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, okay. 
Okay. I'm here. All right, The Guardian gave it a 40. How bland and forgettable this film is without in the smallest way harnessing the real performing power of Banderas, Coleman, Pugh, Winstone at all. Wow. Jeez. He just... He just went in there. Went in there swinging. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, he hated this movie. <laughs> oh, so bad. Okay, I'm going to read Gosh, the, Peter. the Boston Globe 75. It says, The script by Paul Fisher and Tommy Swerdlow is very silly, to be sure, but everything works. The animation is well done, the music has a lovely Spanish flair, and the cast does yeah. an excellent job bringing the characters to life. That is for sure. So, I watched this movie with subtitles on. And whenever they would say a Spanish word, it would just say, says a Spanish word. I know. I, what, I hate What is wrong with, with the credits? They like, need to spell tell me what the Spanish out. word is? Goodness. At least spell like, the word out, you know? And then you could, like, get... I it, Like, Spanish words... I, I mean, I knew what they were saying most of the time. but like, I knew, too. But, yeah. like, still. <laughs> still, I know. Yeah, I think it would be it would be nice. And I love I mean, I love the Spanish culture in this. It was fantastic. Um, had a really like breadth of of both Spanish culture and Latin American culture in it. And just like really sweet. I mean, it's it, it's definitely enhances the film to have a lot more Spanish speaking and like culture in it that makes it a little bit more grounded in reality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a bunch of it's a cat and like a little dog and like, you know. It's it's nice. It's sweet. Yeah, it's very good. And then was there another one that you liked, or should I read one of these two one hundreds? Go for a one hundred. Oh All no, right. I'm gonna, I'm going to read this eighty. We got this covered. Actually, I'm sorry. Oh okay. Okay, the last wish is better than it has any right to be. From charming animation that combines digital and analog sensibilities and takes cues from the fairy tale books to performances that are pitch perfect, it works. It would be a mistake to write it off as a late-in-the-game sequel or nostalgia crash grab when it's clear there's true craftsmanship behind the work. You picked the two reviews that say, it works. It's so true. I really did. It really works. All right. I'm going to read... Uh, I'm going to read just both of the 100s because one of them's, you know, a little paragraph and then one of them's really short. So here we go. We got IndieWire, give it 100. The Last Wish has no qualms about testing the expectations of its young audience with delivering a freewheeling tale about appreciating the nine lives we already have. And then the San Francisco Chronicle also gave it 100. It's a perfect package of whimsy, sass, and sweetness. <laughs> okay. Very cute. Yeah. That was, that was real great. Very good. Um... Well, that's all we have for you today. If you, um, so we have for you, we had a Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and Marcel, The Shell, with shoes on. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and IMDb. Uh, we're also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow our social media. We have Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, just search Abba the Popcorn or Abba the Popcorn Podcast. And we also have merch, so please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye! Bye!
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 